0: Hello and welcome back to the Space News Podcast, Space Cadets. My name is Will, and today NASA is seeking U.S. partners to develop reusable systems to land astronauts on the moon. And also, Ultima Thule is... Shaped a little bit different than what everybody thought. It's not two round orbs. Uh, a little bit more news about that. But before I get into that, I'd like to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting this podcast by listening to it, by subscribing to it, by going to our website, spacenewspodcast.com, by checking out social at spacenewspod. I'm starting an Instagram, so go check that out. Go subscribe to the Instagram. There's going to be some cool stories on there, some more space news that I don't have on Twitter, that I don't have on Facebook. So at Space News Pod everywhere. But before I get into that, I want to talk to you guys for a minute about a plugin that I use on our WordPress site, IP Threat Blocker by Musubu. You can check it out at WPThreat.com. And what it does is that it leverages the full power of the Musubu API to dynamically screen incoming IP addresses to your website, by cybersecurity threat rating, threat classes, countries of origin, and it allows you to automatically set it and forget it or manually block IPs by their threat score, threat class, or country of origin. I use it on our site and basically what it does is there's hackers out there trying to do bad things to your website. So if you have an e-commerce site with WordPress, if you have a blog, if you have a company site, if you run your own small business, this thing is very important. Go to WPthreat.com to check it out. It's $20. It takes about 10 seconds to install. Literally, it's it's not that hard to install. And it'll show you where these bad actors come from, their threat score, their threat classification. And just recently, I got a high risk botnet from Russia that was trying to get into my site and it got blocked by these guys. So WP will help you protect your website. Take my word for it. It really works. And it's really awesome. So from a WordPress website, let's go to the moon. OK, that wasn't a really good transition. So NASA seeking U.S. private partners to develop reusable systems to land astronauts on the moon. We're going back to the moon, people. This is gonna be amazing. And as the next step to return astronauts to the moon under Space Policy Directive One, NASA has announced plans to work with American companies to design and develop new reusable systems for astronauts to land on the lunar surface. And you may be asking, what exactly is Space Policy Directive One? And I quote, lead an innovative and sustainable program of exploration with commercial and international partners to enable human expansion across the solar system and to bring back to Earth new knowledge and opportunities. Beginning with missions beyond low Earth orbit, United States will lead the return of humans to the moon for long-term exploration and utilization, followed by human missions to Mars and other destinations." So that being said, NASA is planning to test new human class landers on the moon beginning in 2024, with the goal of sending a crewed mission to the surface in 2028. It's 2019 right now. So in nine more years, 2028, we're going to have humans on the moon again. And then from there, we're gonna start sending humans to Mars and beyond possibly. Through multi-phase lunar exploration partnerships NASA is asking American companies to study the best approach to landing astronauts on the moon and start the development of quickly as possible with current and future anticipated technologies. And the agency's leading approach to sending humans to the moon is using a system of three separate elements that will provide transfer, landing and safe return. A key aspect of this proposed approach is to use the Gateway for round-trip journeys to and from the surface of the Moon. Now, the Gateway—it's a spaceship that NASA is building it, with its partners, and it's designing and developing a small spacecraft that's going to be orbiting the Moon, called Gateway. This spaceship will be a temporary home and office for astronauts. Just about a five-day, 250,000-mile commute from the Earth. And the Gateway will have living quarters, labs for science and research, docking ports for visiting spacecraft and more. It will provide NASA and its partners access to more of the lunar surface than ever before and will support both human and robotic missions. The Gateway will be the home base for astronauts uh, when they have expeditions on the moon and future human missions to Mars. Even before the first trip to Mars, astronauts will use the gateway to train for life far away from Earth, and we will use it to practice moving a spaceship in different orbits in deep space. Is it a spaceship that's a space station around the moon? Well, kind of. And astronauts will visit the gateway at least once a year, but they won't stay year round like on the ISS, the International Space Station. And the gateway is much smaller, too, its interior is about the size of a studio apartment, and a space station is huge. It's about the size of a football field, um, but the living quarters are about six-bedroom house, about that size. So once the astronauts are docked, they can live and work aboard the spaceship for up to three months at a time, conduct scientific experiments, and take trips to the surface of the moon, and even without a crew present. Robotics and computers will operate experiments inside and outside the spacecraft. And that data that they get from those experiments will be automatically sent back to Earth. They don't need a human up there pushing a button to send any data. It's going to automatically do it with robots. What is going on? This is absolutely... We're living in the future, man. That's all there is to it. We're living in some sort of crazy space future now. This is actually going to happen. This... Spacecraft. this space station is going to be around the moon and robots are going to run the thing. Why are they going to use Gateway? Why not just send humans directly to the moon? So uh, the Gateway is important because it's a new place for human exploration and the world's best science and technology will be on it. At the International Astronomical Congress in October of 2018 in Germany, NASA received overwhelmingly positive feedback from the international space community The spaceship is important to expanding human presence deeper into the solar system, including to the moon and Mars. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling Now, where are they going to build this and how are they going to build it? NASA plans to build the gateway with five or six rocket launches. Um, So they're going to use the Space Launch System and Orion to assemble this in space. And they're partnering with U.S. companies and international space agencies to build it within the next decade. They'll send up large parts of the gateway on multiple rockets for automatic assembly in space. Some parts may be sent on private rockets, but NASA's SLS rocket will deliver the most and Orion will push them the hundreds of thousands of miles to the Gateway. NASA will be working with U.S. companies to build a small living and working area for the Gateway called a Habitation Module. And the addition will leverage years of research and demonstrations under the next Space Technologies for Exploration partnerships. Discussions are ongoing with international partners to provide expanded living space, advanced robots, robotics, transportation, and science capabilities on this thing. So is this going to be expanded? Is this going to be bigger than what it is uh, planned to be? Probably. They're probably going to add components to it like they did the International Space Station. They're working with scientists and engineers around the world to develop standards that will make it possible for anyone to create an experiment or spacecraft parts that will operate seamlessly aboard the -the state-of-the-art lunar outpost. So they'll release plans for this thing. They'll release plans for anybody to make anything they want to make to send it up there. It's opening it up to, uh, you know, moon commerce. Let's just say that if you want to build something, say if you want to build a habitat module and it gets approved, you can build it on your own. You have all the schematics, you don't have to worry about, um, you know, any sort of proprietary technology because it's being shared with everybody. And using the Gateway to land astronauts on the moon allows the first building blocks for fully reusable lunar landers. Initially, NASA expects two of the lander elements to be reusable and refueled by cargo ships carrying fuel from Earth to the Gateway. The agency is also working on technologies to make rocket propellants using water ice and regolith from the moon. Once the ability to harness resources from the moon for propellants becomes viable, uh, NASA plans to refuel these elements with the moon's own resources. This process, known as in situ resource utilization or ISRU, will make the third element also refuelable and reusable. NASA is going to be doing some funding for this as well. They're going to fund industry led development and flight demonstrations of lunar landers built for astronauts by supporting critical studies and risk reduction activities to advance technology requirements, tailor applicable standards, develop technology and perform initial demonstrations by landing on the moon. So everything they've been doing on the ISS. Everything that they've been working on for the last X amount of years up in space is going to transfer over to the moon mission to have the um, gateway built up around the moon to have it built in space. This is important to uh, get humans beyond the moon, get them to Mars. They'll use this as a jumping point, so they might send astronauts to this jumping point, right? They might send them to refuel or get supplies or, you know, something like that. And then they'll send them off to the moon. This is really important. The gateway is super important to the exploration of the outer solar system. And private partners of NASA, somebody like SpaceX, could they be launching a a heavy rocket with um, Starship aboard to get up there? I mean, the technology is going to be open, open technology to dock with this thing. So is this going to be part of SpaceX's next journey? Are they going to be sending people to the moon? Private companies can do that. They're going to have the capability to send people, uh, robots, send anything they want to to the moon due to um, these new standards that NASA is putting out there. Companies like Blue Origin, they can land their own rockets just like SpaceX does. So is that technology going to be used on the moon? Ah, They're going to start bidding for that soon. They're going to start making steps to see if it's possible for those companies. And if you you know, if you're going to if I'm a betting man, I'm saying these guys are going to be very competitive about who gets this contract. I mean, it's not just about money. It's about the fact that your rocket sent people back to the moon and started a new form of human exploration into deeper space. So there's a little bit of bragging rights going on there. So which private companies do you want to be involved? Let me know on social at Space News Pod and check out Space News Podcast.com. I want to thank Musubu and WP for the sponsorship of this episode. And I want to say thank you to all of our Patreon patrons. Thank you so much for all of your patronage. I appreciate it. Also, everybody who's been listening to the podcast, anybody who's subscribed, anybody who's given us a five star review on iTunes, and reviewed us anyplace else. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm open to constructive criticism. I'm not I'm not the best at this. I want to make a better podcast. So if you have any constructive criticism, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook. Let me know what's up. Let me know how I can make this thing better. So thank you so much for everybody. It's been uh, helping me out with this. Appreciate all of your feedback. Somebody just DM me the other day and said, hey, uh, can you do like a QA? and a Can you do something like what Star Talk does where you take questions from the audience? And if so, you know, like if you guys have any questions, just send me a DM. Send me, uh, you know, hit me up on Twitter and then I'll cover it in the next episode. I'll try to do my best at doing that for you. So that's a thing now. I just I just made that a thing right now because I can. I don't have a boss. <laughs> so anyway. Thank you so much for all of your support. I appreciate it. And this has been the Space News Podcast. My name is Will, and I will see you soon.